got your news? Okay. Okay. Is it Star Wars related? Yeah. Do you have your news? I Is do. it Star Wars related? It's not. God damn it! It's Star Trek related. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's good. I'm okay with that. At least it's in the same realm. It's all in the stars. And there's your title. Yeah, and that's the name of the episode. Dip <laughs> Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sleeping Together Podcast for the week comic book release week, excuse me, of February 26, 2020. We are your hosts. I am Peachy. I am Ooze. I'm Sudan. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's all intense. They're like, oh. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and jump into the... No news like good news like bad news like news. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. the invisible theme song. Yeah. yeah. Invisible theme song. Yeah. But you can I, still hear it. Yeah. Right? It's never been visible. Uh, let's go. Yeah. What do you have for us this week in, in um, the news? So, was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Um, one of those two days. So, either the 25th or the 24th. Uh, Star Wars, uh, Lucasfilm slash Disney slash everything Star Wars related announced what their new project has been that they've been working on for a while now, which yes. is uh, the High Republic. Got it right this time, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> it looks really cool. It's spanning across several platforms. There's going to be novels. There's going to be children's books. There's going to be comic books and possibly other things that we don't know about yet. This media means anime. Yeah, so yeah, anime. some animes. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, maybe cartoons or shows or whatever. Yeah, we got Disney, Lucasfilm Press, Del Rey, Marvel, IDW, Titan Magazines, Abrams, B&M Books, Viz Media, DK, which I don't know what that is, and Insight Editions, all working on Star Wars stuff. Uh, different stories, not nice. just Jedis. Abrams coming is front of our Star Wars! Again. <laughs> Still. Charles Soule, I know, is among yes, one of those Charles... that's writing. He's currently writing the uh, the current series. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars he, series. Yeah, He's he... touched Star Wars several times already yeah. since this. Uh, and I, I, that's just cool to see. It was the Project Luminous bot, or Luminous yeah. Lines or something? Luminous. Luminous. Lum- yeah. yeah, Project Luminous. And, and that's what he kind of hinted at as something he couldn't talk about in a couple months ago. Where, and I was like, I wonder what he's working yeah. at. Like, ah, this is cool to see. Yeah, so, the... Sorry. Yeah. What is it? Um. So <laughs> it's about... Long before the Jedi and this time of like hope and peace in the universe, which is nothing that we've ever seen before. New characters. Um, there's going to be Jedi, as I said, but also they're going to keep to the dirty, gritty Star Wars that nice. everyone loves. The bounty hunters, the um, civilians, the everything. Smugglers and yeah, smugglers. Yeah. Yes. Yoda. 
Possibly. But Prob- yeah. We'll see, because it it's centuries before the Jedi, but Yoda's 400 years old, so... No, he's not. He, but he pointed out years old? 900 oh, years Jesus, so, he's an and old. And I believe this is taking place about 200 uh, years before. Yeah, the 200 years before. The Skywalker series? Cool. Yeah, Skywalker Saga, so which would make him, right, yeah. make him around six to 700 years old in, during the time <laughs> of the High Republic. <laughs> he's going to be like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be moody. Teenage Yoda. <laughs> Something we never anticipated. Um, <laughs> He's gonna have a mask and be like, "Don't underestimate my power," <laughs> but in Yoda speak, right. my power don't underestimate. Yes. My power do not underestimate. Um, but we got like big names like Claudia Gray, who's worked on. Um, she actually worked on the Rose. Um, comic Rose that, Tika. Yeah, Rose Tika comic mm-hmm. that was out a while ago. She's working on two things, I believe, and then we got Charles Soule. We got other people that I don't have their names apparently. There's a bunch of yeah, just lines so, just yeah, the and spectrum. they were all really excited to be working on a new, brand new project, and yeah. they got for character development. They got um, the artist who created Darth Maul in on it, yeah. which I was super excited about because it's Darth Maul. Yeah, if, if you check out the the uh, trailer, yeah, the featurette, yeah. for the new thing it's on star wars's page on the instagram at least i know i'm sure the facebook and twitter it's on there too yeah um but yeah that's it's really cool yeah everyone so, should check it out yeah right. see some new Future character sketches past. in the past yeah a long long long, <laughs> long is, time ago which is kind of it's star wars in a nutshell every time we get something new from star wars like it's old republic the right old, let's go back like it's the past it's like yeah. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We gotta go longer? Yeah, cool. <laughs> if, if there is a crawler, I wonder if it'll be like a very, very long time ago in a galaxy. That's, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Somebody steps on the screen. So, 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 just so you know, you're here for this. This is where you're. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Nerd explaining it to the right. Yeah. That's there was stuff. a picture that I had seen for like original concept art. I didn't get to screenshot it but it had like all of the Jedi with their different lightsabers yeah. and it's this, like a rainbow spectrum from white all the way to yeah, like black yeah yeah like in the, the ro- Jedi well, robes oh that's also something I don't want to spoil the entire thing the entire featurette but oh, they're yeah. like these are the Jedi of the round table the knights yeah. of the round table yeah. and it's going to be their adventures as knights, basically, which yeah. in exploring the universe, it's it's gonna be great. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a bright future for all different realms of Star Wars, and of course, you know, yeah, there's already the toxic coming. Film, oh yeah, they're just you know we we ignore them. Yeah, right. Uh, as my mom, as we used to say as kids, ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that's super awesome. I'm excited. That's really this, cool. Yeah. Because we've been debating, you know, Peachy and I have been debating in our own way, like, what's next? You yeah. know, like, what are they going to do? We've heard rumors about the High Republic. What is the High Republic? We've also heard rumors of the Old Republic. Right. Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, all that stuff. I'm welcome. I'm welcoming anything Star Wars. Give yeah. Us Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time to be a nerd. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's. It kind of keeps you guessing too, and wondering at what, what exactly everything, how these stories are going to flesh together. Now that you know the Skywalker series is done, 
no more Skywalker stuff like you know is are these stories going to you know take place kind of in the same way in that familiar tone or just familiar characters and new you know situations and stuff you know whatever and and uh, you know I'm all for it Mandalorian's great so yeah, yeah. that's 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 where I'm at with it it's yeah. just like it's a whole well whole wealth of new stuff that we can do yeah what they can tell story wise and I'm like they can tell in different ways you yeah know? not so much a saga style because that's what Disney was kind of like saying they want to do in the film series they want to do see how the story dictates and that's cool now they've got this team building this massive story which they need right because we had lucas beforehand right and disney also said it's extended universe no but they're starting to bring stuff in yeah yep. so this is now their way of going we're piecing things together in this era that's never been touched but i'm like yes sweet I like new, stuff. new stuff that's cool yeah i see the feature at youtube's yeah just any just, just find it do it <laughs> put it in it. your face in your eyeballs <laughs> what do you got for us this week Suda? um for mine um it's uh star wars news uh the okay Mandalorian season two episodes are, are being directed by um notorious director robert rodriguez oh wow uh, which i'm excited for that one i like his style of storytelling machete was stupid mm -hmm. but hilariously <laughs> wonderful yeah. and let us right. well uh, spy kids were just i love I spy kids right so, so much he's, he's a well-rounded director so i'm curious to see what he's going to bring into this western style yeah. series so yeah. that'll be fun to see and then also james mangle which i'm not familiar oh. with 100 on him He's also, uh, man, I just heard some news about him. Yeah, I forgot what it was. I can't remember. But yeah, he's been <laughs> brought on to bring in some Mandalorian news. But um, I also have this little bit of news. It's not Star Wars, but Robert England says he wants to do the voice for Freddy Krueger in an animated movie. That's fine. Okay. Animated <laughs> is fine. That's what I was like. Oh, yeah. you got to hear this one. Yeah, that's as long as it's him. <laughs> Sweet. As long as it's him, he wants to do it. It's not going to be physically him because he doesn't want to do that anymore. That we were just talking about this last week. <laughs> right. But um, that's why I'm like, oh, that's that's cool to hear that because I'm like, how animated? How would they do that? Yeah. yeah. There's something. I, I things they wonder if they'll keep do, it dark. Like. Freddy's Nightmares type oh, situation, yeah. like an episodic thing. That would be great. Oh, I love Freddy's sure. Nightmares. Don't do CG, please. No. Yeah, no. Do really good. Like, get Blizzard to CG it. That would be good. <laughs> it would no. be so expensive. <laughs> right. I don't think but, um, actually, New I, Line can afford that. <laughs> you guys don't know. I don't like these kinds of films, but I'm yeah. actually, I'd be down to see that. Yeah. Just because I like Tell Girl in anime that's kind of in that same realm. Yeah. Really dark and mess with your mind kind of stuff. Things they can pull off with his nightmares would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> definitely. But yes. that was just—I just wanted to throw that in. I don't know if you want to keep it in or not. But, yeah, so, no, that's staying. No, yeah, so, sorry. Guys. No, I just said that I love Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and that's something you know they could easily throw on Showtime, HBO, or whatever. Yeah. For a mature audience. No, just put it on Disney. Yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won't even put Family Guy on there. <laughs> fine. That's for Hulu. Right. Yeah, let's put it on Disney Plus. Hulu's still too uppity for freaking Freddy Krueger. No, uh, 
a slight piggyback off of uh, your your news there. James Mangold is actually the director of Logan. And there it is. He, yeah, and he ah. was just recently, or it looks like he may be tapped to direct Indiana Jones 5 over Steven Spielberg. Oh. Yeah. Getting a lot of work over there at Disney yeah. right now. Yeah. Stuff coming out. Oh. For sure. Well, that's it for me. What do you got? Each, um, <laughs> my my uh my news this week was also in the realm of the stars but this one's star trek uh Ooh. a lot of uh blowback there was you know a, a decent amount of violence shown in the most recent episode of uh star trek's picard um there a lot of blowback from fans they didn't feel it was very star trekian um that sort of thing they spoke to uh, the showrunner, uh, this gentleman's name, one second here. <clears throat> Alex Kurtzman? No, it's uh, Michael, Michael Chabone, a cabin. Uh, yeah, they spoke to the showrunner and he's like, this is, you know, this isn't a decision I made on my own. We all gathered together, executives, you know, producers and everything and discussed this heavily and there were people on every you know end of the spectrum whatever every at every point of the spectrum uh where you know they thought violence belongs star trek has always had you know it some degree of violence torture that sort of thing right yeah that's the most violent scene cisco didn't punch q i mean right (laughs) right but uh and this, and this was as a response um, to a fan that, like, tweeted him, I guess. Uh, he's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And he said something about you, you speaking to your not very flattering comments about this. You know, this is what we decided on. To, you know, I was on the further end of the less violence is better. But the truth of the matter is it's something that there's always been in Star Trek. Um, the degree of it... It has changed because of censors and what could be done back in the day versus what can be done now. Yeah. But like also... visually and just what they're allowed to do yeah, in general. For sure. And, and, and it also, it's it's part of... It's art. You yeah. know, it's... And uh, art's going to have its subjective amount of violence or, you know, as a character, maybe even a driver in a story. And this is basically what he's he was kind of saying, you know, but... Um, I mean, we're not getting, like... Walking Dead level. Yeah, no. Gory Yeah, and it's not like they're focusing on the. Vi- I mean, I haven't seen the episode, but right. I assume that they're not focusing on like on the violence. It's about the story. There's, right. It's a tumultuous time, so there's gonna be that level there. But I didn't. I didn't feel that any part of it. I'm, I'm really, really trying hard my best not to give I, anything away. Um, that it didn't feel it was out of the realm of the story and At all. what's going on in the area that they are in. Yeah, too. You got to get a point across to certain things somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. But you know? the episode also had I mean, it had its like I was giggling with yeah. laughter yeah. and I was in tears at one yeah. point. So. This, it's it's doing the same thing Discovery's been doing, and Discovery had some pretty violent stuff. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Control assimilating what's-his-face. How's that yeah. bad for yeah. violent? Yeah, for sure. And nudity. There was also yeah. nudity. Yeah. Nudity. For sure. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, you, it, it's been a great narrative so far, and I can only, like, I can only hope that it continues along the same line. It feels like it's getting more and more exciting, like we're, we're definitely driving towards something. How many, uh, Episodes are there? We're in the 
fifth episode now. Okay, so and are there eight? Twelve. Oh, twelve. Nice. Yeah, I I hope it keeps it up, and I'm for one definitely a fan of what they've been doing. I mean, we already got a season two coming, so that's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. You need to hurry up and watch the episodes of Clone Wars and this and this, uh-huh. and I'll watch Supernatural. It's the same kind of endeavor. I have I'm like <laughs> three seasons behind on Supernatural. Me too. If I no, can get two. past you, then you have a problem. Yeah, I'm two seasons behind on Supernatural. Wasn't there a character on Supernatural named Lilith? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's in the Bible? Yes, because Lilith was the original Eve, and then she right. decided that, that she didn't want to follow the rules of, of God and Adam, and then God was like, yo, you can't have kids anymore, and banished her from the Garden of Eden, and then made Eve, and then it was Adam and Eve, and not Adam and Lilith anymore, and then she became a demon. Did she become the mother of demons, though? And then she became the mother of demons, which is an angel, which is the thing. Okay. Diablo, yeah. the new Diablo game, has oh. her as the baby. It's pertinent to nice. one of my, my current books. That's mm-hmm. weird. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The main reason I know that is because is because my sister reads those um, Mortal Instruments books. All right. And... Th- we were talking back and forth between Supernatural and those books, and they have a lot of similarities because they're about demons and angels and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, Asmodeus. And she's like, Asmodeus. So I'm like, it's Asmodeus. Asmodeus. <laughs> I can see yeah. the pot leaf. I can kind of see it <laughs> a little bit. Is that what she... All this time you think he's paying attention to your conversation? No, I just like... never think he's paying attention to what I'm saying. Ouch. I tried very hard to pay attention. <laughs> what was I just saying? You that I don't pay attention. <laughs> right. Before that? <laughs> that it's a pot leaf. Okay. No. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Anyways. Yes. Yes. But yeah, that's the reason I know the story of Lilith. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. No. Yeah, Lilith is one that I looked up recently, too. That one was like, because of the Diablo. I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't know about that character. Nice. Angel and whatever you're reading. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Demons. Yep. Anyways, that's some news. Yeah. Picard. That, that just, ends. Just to say, just because I don't remember what you said, doesn't mean that I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> just goes to say that my short term memory not may not be the best as it used to be. And that ends our news. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> How do I lean in for that? I just had to say. Let's go ahead, uh, take a look at our haul for the week, and see what we got for our picks this week. What you got for us, Ooze? Um, I did not read all of these books. Um, because I didn't need to, because these are dollar comics, and this is a facsimile, and that's an extra cover, and that's an extra cover. I finally got the, the last cover for Hellmouth, the, the main covers. It has Dark Willow on it. Nice. I'm very excited. So you got, did you take the one that I had, or did you found it? It was in my hold slot. Oh, okay. Because I never put mine back. Oh, yeah, you moved mine. Yes. Because I put it in the right spot. You put it in Buffy instead of Hellmouth. Anyways, my books of the week were um, Shazam number 11, Monster Society Unleashed. I got this, I got the 
the main cover instead of the variant because it has all of the bad guys on it. Now it's number eleven, you said. Mm-hmm. Did infected or any of that Mm-mm. touch it at all? Mm-mm. No, man, and it's got a I weird think schedule too. It was behind. For it so was long. behind for like four months. Yeah, and like it's yeah. I think that's why it ended up being behind because of all of the infected and. Stupid Justice League stuff happening. Might have pulled it forward to match with the movie release too, and kind of rushed the writer. No, they had it start right after the movie or right before the movie, and then it was going regularly, and then it just stopped because that was this this last Christmas that it was like all off because there was Christmas like covers and stuff, and they didn't come out until later. Yeah. Like Jan- mid-January, end yeah. of January, something like that. It was dumb. Um, oh. Continued writing by <laughs> Jeff Johns and art by people. They're so engaged. It's, well, it's really a shame what? that... No. I, I thought, like, with the title with the writer Jeff Johns, more of us would be, like, collecting and writing. Well, that, the that's... reason that he stopped collecting it is because of the weird schedule. Right. Yeah. And you didn't want to collect it. In the first I didn't place. need anything else to add to my collection, but I mean, the story seems awesome from what I've heard so far. Yeah. I'm curious, like, at what point Scott Collins. Ah, yeah. Scott Collins. Um, is, is he doing the covers also? So the cover is Dale Eagle Sham. That's right. That's and right. Michael Atia. Yeah, Dale Eagle Sham. I like yes. those covers. Yes. I've been getting the variant covers, except for that really weird one that he looked so weird, horrible. and then this one, I, it was just him smashing into some rocks. I really like the main cover a lot more. Huh. Um, we also had Red Hood Outlaw number 43, continued writing by Scotty Lobdale, a variant cover by Philip Tan, and art, inside art, by... Yes, isn't doing the variant covers on that anymore. Not anymore. Um, Christopher Williams did the inside art. Yeah. Um, yep. And Philip Tan's super talented also. Yes. I'm not a huge fan of this cover, but it was a Philip Tan and I've been getting the Philip Tans. Apparently he did this in 2019. Oh. Which is weird. Um, I also got <laughs> Angel and Spike. All right. Uh, number tech number nine. It's the first of I the Angel and Spike. Yeah. Right. Uh, written by Brian Edward Hill, illustrated by Gleb Milenkoff, and art or coloring by Roman Titoff. And I got the. Monster variant cover by Scott Bion Cristiano, and the main cover by Dan Panosian. Panosian, hmm. which Sudan doesn't like either of the covers. Oh really? How did, what did you think of the story with bringing Spike in? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also got Far Sector number four. Continued writing by N.K. Jebson and art by Jamal Camel. Campbell? Camel. Campbell. Um, art by Joe Campbell. It's a really good book. Um, 
I had a really hard time choosing which way pick of the week was going to be. Mostly because Red Hood Outlaw was actually really disappointing. Oh. Like, not a lot happened. It's too bad. Um, and the art's weird. I think they changed artists again, which I don't like. Right. Um, but it definitely felt like the side story. Huh. Like, bleh. Yeah, nothing's really going on. Like, Artemis and Bozara are finally back, but he's also supposed to be doing the Generation Outlaw thing still, but also I don't know how that ties into, like, what's going on with the Justice League and Hell Arisen, because that's Lex Luthor's thing. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Basically. Um, right, right. Sure. Shazam... There is a plot twist at the very end, and we're like, oh, okay, well, that took the entire issue to get to that point, and stuff's about to happen, and now the ep- or the issue's over. over. Um, and then, yep, those were those two like books. <laughs> Far Sector, I was talking to comic book store guy today. It's a really good story for being a Green Lantern story. Oh. I'm really enjoying it. Really? A lot happened. Angel and Spike, they introduced a familiar character. And Spike was Spike. And <laughs> <laughs> so, between these two, is really hard to choose, but I think I'm going to go with Far Sector. Oh, okay. I'm just making that decision right now. Just okay. Like, is that true? Because I honestly didn't know. Um, Real-time decision. Yeah, that's what that was. So, Angel and Spike, with Spike being there, it was basically them talking about Spike being there. (laughs) And Angel's like, why is he here? And Fred and Gunn were like, because he is, and you weren't. That's basically it. Uh. And then other things happened. Um, But, Four Sector. So... Main character of Far Sector. She is Green Lantern. She has a special ring that um, she doesn't need the battery to charge it. It oh, really? char- recharges it- itself, but it's less powerful than a regular lantern ring. So it becomes a problem. Um, it's really cool. But um, she's in like a very far away planet where they have these inhibitors that don't let them feel emotions because um, they were in a civil war because there's three different races on the one planet um, that they were basically just constantly killing themselves and they almost destroyed their entire planet and then they decided to do the inhibitor thing so they didn't feel any of their emotions so they became a more civilized society and basically (laughs) yes Um, but uh there was a first murder in like 400 years on the planet and so that's why the main character's there I can't remember her name and that's a problem Angelica <laughs> no for sector yes her name is for sector for sector <laughs> I could probably like just look in the book it is in a book um um Green Lantern Sojourner Joe Mullion. Oh, okay. So Sojourner. Joe. Her name's Joe. Joe. Okay. Um, what do you know? Uh, so she, 
that's why they sent Joe there to see she was basically investigating the murder and trying to figure out why it happened because there shouldn't be any sort of aggression towards anyone with their um with the inhibitor but it turns out there there's this drug called Sector? No, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. There's a drug that makes them feel emotions that people have been taking because they want to feel any sort of emotion. That, that sounds like a Star Trek episode. Yeah. A Voyager episode, I think. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, But it turns out that it's like this huge conspiracy with the government and one of the... or all of the members on the council that are like running the entire place have either taken or are taking the drug oh, currently. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so Not she like Star like, Trek. <laughs> so she can't trust any of them because they're using the drug and also there's like riots happening that people want to feel emotions and then there's the people that are like you're endangering us and we shouldn't be feeling any emotions especially to riot. You're disrupting our lives and then all hell breaks loose, and basically, in this issue, because um, th- those are the last three issues that all oh, of wow. that happened, okay. <laughs> um, in this issue, um, she finds out that this isn't the first time that something like this has happened, that people have been, like, using the drug or found a, a different way to feel emotion, and they're just bringing her in now to basically just see what happens. <laughs> Um, because apparently people have been killed before and all of the stuff that's wow. happened like 12 times in the last century huh. and it keeps on happening more frequently and she's very upset because they went, they were trying to shoot the protesters and she protected them and she's like you can't just shoot your people for feeling emotions or wanting to feel emotions you have to listen to their demands and like figure out a solution right right and they're like no we'll just kill him that's what we've always done that's always worked and she's like what are you talking about but yeah wow it's really good nice I would imagine that would elicit some sort of kind of emotion too but yeah. if you have suppressants i guess yeah, yeah. Uh, and um apparently the council found out that her battery or her ring doesn't need the battery and that she's going to be running out of power because it takes huh. a certain amount. Like, it recharges itself, but it if she consistently is using it, then it's not going to have time to recharge. So she, like, at the end of the book, she's, like, um, down to a very small percentage, and it's going to take five days for her ring to fully charge back up. Yeah. And I assume that Yikes. it's going to play into the next issue. Right. Something's going to happen. That is going to cause issues. Yeah. Oh, ha ha, Yeah, basically, yeah. But this is issue four of twelve, huh. which okay, so it's a maxi. Yeah, nice. so eight more issues after this, which is nice. nice. I'm excited, and, and it's a monthly, nice. so you're not overloaded on it. Yeah, I'm not overloaded, and it won't end super super quickly. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it That's was a awesome. really good read. It sounds like a great book I've for been sure. Wanting to talk about it because. We when I started reading it, we were on hiatus, and then oh, the last right. time I got it, I chose something else, mm. probably Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly forgot it was a 
a lantern book. Yeah, me like, too. Until, often. until I yeah. went back to the ring, I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's a lantern right, book. Yeah, and right. she, she's just like down, in, down and dirty investigating stuff, and she mm-hmm. is afraid of flying, and it's oh, funny. Nice. And that's the only way to get around the, the planet. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember when I was I made the decision not to collect it was because I don't have I'm like the last Green Lantern series burned me and I'm like eh, oh really yeah, the uh, dumb the, one the Graham Morrison and I was like eh. oh really you didn't like that I didn't care I was like yeah this is stupid huh I I and yeah I kind of the best time for Green Lantern was the War of Light ever after that has kind of been eh. I I like Blackest Night that's the most recent story I, I I know I read Brightest Day, also. But the Blackest uh, Night before that, the War of Light, all that stuff was super cool. Just because yeah. there was just so much new stuff being added to the universe, but that that's cool. It's cool to see like I I, I have a feeling that an Ash Ketchum type type moment where here feel my emotions, right. probably your ring. Huh. Maybe there was mm, there's been a it's there is a reason that it's a mature audience book. Oh really? But I really like the art as well. It's really pretty. This page right here, and I'll, and then I'll if you want to flip to the next page as well because there's like a contrast in the colors from that page to the next page, but it still keeps up with the art. It's really good. Wow. That's cool. That's really neat. It's very watercolory in yeah, some places. Yeah. I like that. Uh like trash polka style kinda Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. But it's like like realistic, but also keeping that like sci-fi feel. Right. It's I, just a really good sci-fi book right I now. Just, like, I really feel like they should need to make a live-action show of that, and they could get Sonequa. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's who I was picturing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. Wow. They had her in mind when they yeah. designed the character. Probably. Wonderful oh. actress. I think yeah. Oh yeah. Super talented. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Good book. Freaking, what What have you got for us, Zuda? I, I had some of those books. Yes. Oh. Um, oh? Uh, oh. Let's get some magic. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me find where... Imagination. All my scores are, because I am at the end of my legal pad. <laughs> and time to get an illegal pet. It's time. So, I had Star Wars, number three. Maze of Spider-Man, number 40. Angel of Spike, number one. You mean number nine. Mm-hmm. Hell Risen, number three. Batman, Superman, number seven. And Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, number 48. 48. 48. So... Beforehand, I had to do a lot of catching up. Yeah. Not oh. today. I made sure I did it before today. Um, Batman, Superman. Yes. A um, lot of lot of really good writing. 
I'll, I, I, I had to write, reread, I had, not today, but it's number three, four, five, six, and three today's number seven. All right. So scores were three, eight, four, nine, five, nine point five. And all of these got the Jaro right. minus on this. This is before the minus, so. Oh. Um, number six, seven. Remember, it's it, it just the scores started going down oh, after wow. they completed the whole first initial Batman, the last part of the storyline. And uh-huh. they moved to this different sector. And it was kind of like. Yeah, that's what I was afraid like what would happen. Justice yeah. League. Kind of like yeah. a far off sector. But Fuck. it still plays into what's going on with that, with the whole how they managed to get him. So there's something that they're working on that's playing from that. And. There's 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 other stuff going on because this takes place before the Hell Arisen storyline. Um, so it's interesting um, writing by Joshua Williamson, art by Nick um, Darrington, which honestly great on um, the bodies, environments, looks great. Faces not so much. Busted. Superman just always looks. <clears throat> Surprised? Surprised. It's just it, it doesn't look right. It is, just looks Ben Affleck Batman. Very, but worse. Mm-hmm. Um, coloring and colors are just wonderful. It's very, it's very well done. Dave McCraig did that one, and I got for this week. I picked up the Andy Kubert and Brad Anderson cover. Nice the variant cover there. But that one got an eight out of ten on it because it was cool. Nice. They had some cool stuff that popped up. There's a. Uh, Zod. So there's a been a lot of spoiler type stuff because I'm not fully caught up with Superman. Um, but we're finally getting the DC board's understanding of where things are placing. That's good. I'm finally getting it because Hell Risen's telling me, Superman, Batman's telling me. So there's some of that stuff coming in. Um, but it was okay. It was yeah. all right. I'm I'm holding out because they always tell good stories with them. Um, they're just they, they're. They got beat up pretty badly. They're upset about it. Um, Spike and Angel. Angel and Spike, number nine. Nice. Um, writing Brad, Brian, Edward Hill, Glenn Milkoff, artists is Roman Titoff, the colorist, and Dan Pinozin is the cover I got. He just looks drunk. And I'm like, eh. He probably is. <laughs> but as much as, as he can be, as right. Ooze kind of mentioned it. It was kind of like, huh? Yeah. It's just about oh yeah, Spike's here. <laughs> For like the first here? ten pages. Well, and then they introduced Kate. Kate. Yeah, Kate the cop. Kate the cop, huh? Which yeah. was interesting to see how they brought her into like from, it. And, from Angel. Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Of Angel fame. Yes. Lilith. <laughs> Yeah, Lilith is like, hey, here's Angel's number for Angel Investigations. And Angel's like, I have a phone. <laughs> I'm like, was there an Angel Investigations yet? Like, I don't, I, 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 it's, no, there's thing, everything's there. happening a lot faster than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, my big gripe with it is like, we're not going to get to how he got out of hell. I assume the same way that Buffy got out of hell. Well, I'm just like, it just kind of felt like I was hoping a little bit more, but it was more of, eh, yeah. Spike's here. 
we, we get it. Spike's here. I, yeah. I, I'm holding out. It's the beginning of the story. I'm curious who this villain is. I don't recognize, recognize him from the story. Remecon- no, I think it's just the Bounty of the Week. Which is... It, it also felt really, really short, which was the problem that we were having with Buffy and Angel before, is that they didn't feel like full episodes. Right. It felt like part of an episode. So is this a binge mm. thing? We, yeah, yeah, like we have we to wait binge, like a month episode. before reading them and then finally right. read them. Maybe. Yeah. But we'll that see. one got a 7 out of 10 for me. Yeah. I, okay. I was not overly impressed. The, the art was it. still good. The art was still good. Yeah. Um... Honestly, there were some moments I thought Angel looked super cool, and but and, and so did Spike. But there were some awesome moments where they looked kind of derpy. But I was like, yeah, yeah. kind of got lazy there. Um, next, uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number forty. I shared with Peachy. Um, yes, sir. I giggled a few times. It got yeah. me a couple times. I was yeah, like, oh, it's oh. funny. Um, but they're setting something up. Yeah, and definitely. There's still no closure on the on any some story. Chameleon like, guy. Yeah, what's going on? Or here? not chameleon guy. Uh, centipede. Chameleon. Centipede. Yeah, centipede chameleon's man. back. Centipede man. Yeah. yeah. Chameleon guy. Centipede man. You know. <laughs> no, but yeah, chameleon was featured in that, this issue. Yeah. For sure. It was. It was. It was good. It was cool to see the the the. They kind of quickened the banter between him and Jan- Jonah. Um. I got a seven out of ten for me. Continue writing by Nick Spencer. Uh, I've been Coelho. Coelho. So did the insider Coelho. Yeah. Uh, Z Carlos, uh, Brian Reber, and Pete. Um, and I got the Patrick Gleason cover. Oh, I thought that was Ryan Otley. It is the Ryan Otley cover. It says Ryan Otley right there. Oh my like, God. It's not the is Ryan Otley. Is he not the doing Jackie the Gleason insider anymore? Is no, he just doing he's just doing covers. Yeah, it was that bad. The art's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's... It explains why he hasn't been posting any Spider-Man stuff lately. Right? But it was definitely kind of... I don't know. I'm like, I'm expecting more from my spider. Um... More Marvel I shared with Peachy over here. Mm-hmm. Star Wars number three. Yes. Continued writing by Charles Scholl, Jesus Saez. Saez? As the artist, uh, Arif Prianto is the colorist, and Arby Silva and. He's got the mates. Not real mates, huh? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what's going on? Um. This one got an eight out of ten for me. I, it's, I I like how what they're doing here. They're telling us a different angle of the story. The, the you you're caught up, right? I am. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. It's good. It's cool to see what they're doing. It's they went back to Cloud City right oh, after nice. they left Cloud City. But I'm kind of curious that ending. Yeah. That ending going. What? Another what ending? Uh, Another cliffhanger ending. Cliffhanger ending. But um. You think the rest of the populace is the same? Because they said. Do you want me to edit this out? No. No. Okay. No. It was just... I don't know. Are you two, Is that your pick of the week? No, it's not. Uh, Leia and Carbonite. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You can edit that out if you need to, but. Uh, it's super interesting. I mean, and this is, of course, after Han, and, right? And they're basically working to find him and get and save him. But then, in the process, Leia gets herself carbonized. 
Yeah. Because yeah, isn't there a space of time in between those episodes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think there's like... yeah. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Maybe not that much, but I know that they had a whole like Shadow of the Empire storyline that happened in between there, and that's still yeah. considered canon. I really? I heard, I heard that there's rumblings that might actually be a movie we might wow. get to see finally. That's but cool. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that was it was a good book. I'm loving yeah. Solo. That's why I'm excited yeah. to see him in this. Cause Cause he's right. yeah, he's writing yeah. books and also more comics. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I yeah. hope so because this you is amazing. So? This is something. Soul. Hope so. You hope so. So. I hope so. So. Um. Next book I had is. Hellerism number three. Power Rangers number no, it's okay. Uh, Hellerism number three. Hellerism, where am I? This one. James Tinian the Fourth is the writing, art by Steve Epting and Javier Fernandez, coloring by Nick Filardi and covering by Steve Epting. That's the cover nice. I got with a uh, good old Joker standing over the infected. Nice. Um, the, the Secret Six. Secret Sixth. Uh, gave this one a. 8 out of 10, no Jaro, 7.5 out mm. of 10. Oh. So, um, this storyline continues, like, we were, I, I actually had to read 1, 2, and then through catch the 3. 1 was a 7, 2 was a 7, and this was a 7.5. It's good writing, but it's a lot of Lex talking oh, to God. himself. He, see, Lex. he got, he got the Martian Manhunter in him, mm. and yeah. it just changed him, man. Right. This is him before um, Winged Son, mm. and this is also post um, post the Doom Revelation. Like this is like he's I, all right. I'll go back to Earth and do what I need to to handle this situation. Because mm. um, Batman, who laughs, is right. out and has his own plans to, and he's kind of like, ah, Alexa, I don't really agree with what you're doing, where you should have killed me. Uh, yeah, and this is the continuation of the Justice League storyline that we've been like kind of kind of stopped for us. We were right, like, oh, right. And this is kind of giving us more of the story that's continue what happened with the infected. Um, what was really cool about I meant to mention about the Superman's Batman is how the infected came to be. There's some messed up stuff that occurs in there, um, and how that Supergirl gets turned. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this one was really, really interesting to see because Joker just always has the one up. He's as mad and insane as ever. He's like staring at me in several ways. <laughs> um, but he's also brilliant. Right. And it's cool to see him interact with Lex, who has like nothing but, but disdain for him. But he's. And he's like, I thought about fixing him. Oh. But I think that would do no justice to him. Like, yeah, no. Like, apparently Lex cured, fixed, figured out how to cure Joker, but the whole purpose is trying to figure out the cure to the infected. Right. We find out Batman Who Laughs has made all his infected impervious to perpetuous energy. Oh. Lex is getting his ass handed to him. On top of this, we've got... Uh, what was it? Booster Gold <laughs> and Booster about 10, Bold. 15 other heroes that resided within the Hall of Justice still. 
are now infected. Oh. The infection is spreading. The whole oh. purpose of Batman wow. Superman was he was trying to bring a satellite made of dark yeah, metal yeah. Yeah, and infect everybody. Oh, well, wow. He stopped that. Yeah, well, now it's plan B. I read up to there. Oh. This is right. plan B. And huh. um, Joker's like, well, I can do it. You know? But yeah, and he's, he's, he's crazy. There's stuff that he does. He saves Lex. and It's, it's super cool. I'm like, but then Lex is like, all right, I'm good with you. And I'm curious yeah. to see what the next issue is, the last issue, oh, and really? see how it's going to be, because this is all leading up to a big metal event that's supposed to be coming. Right, metal death too. metal. But this one got a, um, got a, uh, 7.5, I was in, yeah. Nice. Um, but that's not my pick of the week. I Obviously, it, yeah, I yeah, yeah. we all know. Go, go, Power Rangers. Was last go, week. Go, Power Rangers. Uh, <laughs> this is actually Mighty Morphin Power Mighty Rangers. And NPR Rangers. Number 48. Do they have a, no. they have a theme song? Yeah. What is it? The theme song that they had. Go, go, Power Rangers. Oh, so yeah. just, oh. Let's go, go, Power so Rangers. So you're still right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, <laughs> um, to read this, I actually had to catch up with Go Go Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm the one pointing at you guys both. Like, yeah. I'm that. Mighty Morphin. You're Mighty I'm Go Go. Go Go. Obviously. I had to read uh, Justice League number 36. No, wait. Oh, um, that's the wrong what? Side of the page. Um. I had to read 44, 45, 46, and 47 to read 48 tonight. Right. Um, 44 got a 9 out of 10, 45, 9, 46, 44, 9.5, 47 a 10. Um, wow. Today got a 9.5 out wow. of 10. Um, they have been collecting these characters that kind of are empowered by the direct connection to the morphing grid after the effects of the shattered grid event. Right. And they're collecting these rogue things. Well, one of the, the blue rangers, the light blue ranger that was in their team goes, nah, I don't <laughs> agree with this and turns on them. Oh, wow. Turns okay. on the other rangers. While, when they're actually finally going to earth and helping their other team, the, the actual rangers there, which is super cool is Gogo is telling the story up to a certain point that's kind of like maybe a month or so removed from Mighty Morphin oh. where it starts this particular storyline. I'm like, oh, this is cool how they've kind of done that. So they're telling two different perspectives. Um, oh. Gogo tells about how they're revealing the finding of the new Blue Ranger that turned on them. And then the last issue, they're like, oh, I feel like we're releasing or we're going to help our a future bad guy. Right. And as I'm reading, the revelation of the future, of the new bad guy in this text, they're one of the issues. Well, she basically the turned on them and messed them up unmorphed. Oh, wow. Like, black, uh, tore up Jason, the red Omega, and before he could even morph, and then recruits all of the ones they've been capturing. Goes, yeah. I know I, I, I'm not... You, didn't you call that, that they were going to turn on... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. called that, and I'm like, oh, she recruits them. One of the badass things that's happened is that they actually went after Jason and them who'd been fighting these evils. You know what? I'm tired of this. We're just going to go after Zed. And they fight Lord Zed and kicked his ass and captured him. Nice. Um, so I'm like, are you serious? They And so like, the Rangers are dealing, on Earth, are dealing with like, well, we don't have a villain. Are we still needed? 
Right. Well, and Zordon's like, well, no, there's a villain going to be coming. Well, of course, now they've got this ranger gone rogue who wants to kill all the rangers now. Here, boy. Kill the emissary ranger guy, the oh. big blue ranger guy that has been guiding them. Killed him, released all the villains, um, has already knocked out four of the rangers, including the earth rangers. Mm. And it's like chaos ensues until uh, Billy goes to... Um, the chick, if you remember, I was telling you about the original Ranger team from the 60s that mm-hmm. the all of them Ranger? died. Yeah. And the one Red Ranger the, yeah. created Prometheus, uh, which is a society and um, the whole storyline from the last storyline that she kind of was involved there. Well, now B- Billy goes to, hey, can you help us? We need to save my friends. Well, she's like, I know somebody. Well, we go to them getting all messed up and spaced and about to die. And here comes the Gravesword out of nowhere. And Ranger Slayer, Pink Ranger, coming back out of nowhere to save their asses. Oh, damn. figure for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Peachy and I have been, like, drooling over this figure. Yeah. Peachy doesn't collect Power Ranger figures. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, oh. That's badass. It's cool how they're bringing all this stuff into fold and they're building this narrative. And I'm just going, what's really super neat to me is I'm going, I remember that. And then down in the corner, like they go, you remember this issue or check this issue. It goes, see this episode of MMPR. Refer to this. I'm like, ha, I knew it. That kind of stuff, which is super cool that they pay attention to that level. So that's why this series is going to continue probably to get win the the books of the week. I can't yeah. wait for Go Go when that right. comes out. Um, even Turtle Power Rangers. All, every bit of it. Ryan Parrott, or Perot, is an amazing writer. Huh. The detail. I am like, if you like Power Rangers at any point in your life, go get these books. For sure. Gosh darn it. The Ranger Slayer was a character before. She wasn't. She wasn't. Okay. She is new to this. Well, okay. there's there's psycho rangers and like anti rangers, but there was never a ranger slayer because they strayed away from the killing in okay. the show. This one, that's that doesn't matter. Sentinel. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My brain is too much Star Wars right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's really cool to see her because of the. In the process, like they're kind of showing in Go Go that they erased everybody's memory, and the Blue Emissary woke in Jason's memory, and he's like, "Well, you need to build a team to do this." Well, he's toiling with having that, yeah. dealing with like knowing about Dracon and watching Tommy become the White Ranger. You know mm. this whole and there's right. like, that was what's cool about Go Go. I'll probably talk about that there, but they showed us the actual like origin of Go Go where he fought Lord Zed as well, That's and it's cool. like or not Go Go the White Ranger, which we always kind of like. Oh, so he's the right ranger in the series, but we never got to see his trial and how right. he got the coin and everything. It was cool to see that aspect aspect from a different perspective, and they've done a really good job of holding on to this. And there's so many cool stuff coming out of this story that I'm just like, I want figures, I want yeah. toys, I want, right? I want, I just want this to be a show. Give me this, and they've made it makes way more sense than the show ever did. Like, there is huh. like, oh, God, Monster of the Week. This one, it makes sense. Like, right. But I like it. And they've That's actually awesome. given a different level to the villains, too, which I'm like, ah, oh, there is, I'll talk about an episode of Go-Go a couple weeks from now. Right. But yeah, you get... Now that you're finally caught up with all the Power Rangers again. 
Definitely am. You definitely get pretty excited talking about them. I, I can see that they're good. They're entertaining in some sort of way. Well, that one is awesome. Um, Well, this week, as you had previously mentioned, we shared The Amazing Spider-Man number 40, written by Nick Spencer, featuring art by Ivan Coelho, and cover by Ryan Otley. I also picked up The Amazing Spider-Man Daily Bugle number 2. That one was written by Matt Johnson, featuring art by Mac Chater, and a cover by Nico Henriksen. Um, Henriksen. Henriksen? Henriksen. I I forgot to uh, put my scores on these. Um, Score them right now. Top of your head. Amazing Spider-Man, probably like 7.57. Amazing Spider-Man Daily Bugle was probably about a a 7, 6.57. Ghost Rider number 5 was pretty good. I'd give it about a 7.5 or an 8. Giant Size X-Men, Jean Grey, and Emma Frost, number one. Uh, that was pretty, it was a super easy read. Um, written by Jonathan Hickman and featuring cover and inner by Russell Dodderman. Um, not a whole lot of speaking in the book. A lot of visual stuff going on, but it was super cool. A uh, really good book. I'd give that one probably about an 8. They're both telepaths, so that makes sense if there's not a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, Yeah, 8.5. New Mutants, number 8, was was pretty decent. Uh, That's written by Ed Brisson, featuring art by Marco Faella, and covered by Rod Reese. Um, Probably 7.5. It wasn't wasn't bad. Um, These ones were up there. They were all pretty good, and it was kind of a difficult decision. Uh, I also read Star Wars number three. I had to read one and two to catch up. Of course, still, uh, like as previously mentioned, written by Charles Soule, featuring art by Jesus Seis, and cover by R.B. Silva. Um, that that was going to be uh, my my pick for the week. It was going to be Star Wars. Really enjoyed it. Um, I'd probably give it an eight point five to a nine. Nice. Um, X-Force number eight, or X-Men number seven, written by Jonathan Hickman, featuring inner art as well as cover art by Lionel Francis Yu. Um, X-Men was a pretty good one. I'd I'd probably give it an eight. Uh, But my pick of the week was X-Force number eight, written by Benjamin Percy, featuring art by Oscar Bazalda? Bazaldua? Bazaldua. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Oscar Buzz Aldrin. And cover by Dustin Weaver. Um, Weaver. Dustin Dream Weaver. Uh (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Yeah. That's his middle name. Dream Weaver. But, uh, yeah, X-Force number eight was really good. I I enjoyed it. Um, It picked back up on the story about Domino that I had previously talked about. You know, she had been found... You know, skinned for the most part. Half of her was skinned so that they can start um, building these lucky mutant or you know mutants to get into Krakoa through the gateways and whatever. Um, I picked back up on her. She was you know she caught up with uh, one of the main suspects or one of the main uh, creations that was out killing and doing stuff whatever and 
you know, took her down and killed her or brought her back. They did an autopsy on it and, you know, and discovered a bunch of stuff and whatever. But her deal was just, like, having trouble dealing with the whole thing and being, like, not feeling whole, you know, and oh. her luck was gone. Her luck factor was pretty much gone. But she had recently found a four-leaf clover, which, you know, she thought maybe that means her luck's picking back up. Um, and then, uh, man, I can't remember the chick's name on, I think it's Karma? No, I don't, I don't know, but she does, like, a bunch of research for, for the island, for the mutants, and she found, basically, the base where, the main base where they were facilitating all this. It was mo mobile because they had, uh, destroyed the original base previously. Right. Um. But, you know, the head guy was there, whatever, and they go to take it down and whatever, and they they wind up, uh, she, and I say they, because uh, she was, they have this lake, and I don't know, they go in there to, like, relax and cleanse and whatever or something, and she saw Colossus in there, she'd seen him before in a previous issue, and they talked. I think they have a relationship going. I don't know. But, uh... Uh, they kind of talked about dying and how they wanted to die and just come back, you know, without their issues, pain, and yeah. blah, 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 and just be a new person and whatever. And, and and one person was for it, or one of them was for it, one of them wasn't, and blah, blah, blah. But they, she, like, pleads with him, you know, I found this place, and I need you to come with me. I may not have all my luck, but if I have a sweet steel giant behind me, you know, kind of thing. Uh -oh. I, I'll take it, whatever. And they, they go and they uh, they take the place down pretty fantastically, like explosions and everything, big crash, bang, boom. Um, and she winds up, like, mortally wounded. Oh. Yeah, and she's like, I, it, if I die here right now, I want, I want to come back with all of the pain. I, I want to remember everything and blah, 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 and whatever. And, and basically... That's kind of what happened. She, I think they bring her back. It, I get confused because in X-Men, they brought back somebody. So I can't remember if they brought her back right away in, in X-Force. I don't remember. But I do remember that I really enjoyed it. And the story was really good. And there was, um, you know, she was passionately driven behind what she was doing. And she got some closure there. Plus, you know, inevitably... She died, right. <laughs> you know, and she. she, got what she really yeah, was. she was lucky. Yeah, yeah, she get, and she gets to come back with all of her power, renewed as a you know as a mutant. That's um, good. Which is which is cool. She'll get to re-experience that and have a more fulfilled life. You know, She'll be whole. Yeah, yeah, more whole. And the, I I just thought it was a really really good story, really well put together. It had its elements of. Um, peace, violence, uh, passion, uh, hurt, you know, pain, um, really great art. The cover artist was great also. Um, but yeah, that was, that was my pick for the week. Nice. And I would, I, I gave that a 9.5. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's, uh, what could imagine. That's yeah. Feels like. <laughs> for real. But yeah. Cool. That finishes our comic book review uh, segment for this week, thus ending our episode as well. Pretty much, yeah. Um, 
You guys. You guys. I have the books that I have this week. Oh, yeah. What are your books this week, next week? So glad you're so excited about our you guys. books. <laughs> you guys. You guys. I have Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 13, Vox Machina Origins, number 6. I'm going to keep calling it Origins. Origins. Yeah. Origins. Uh, Justice League, number 42, Lois Lane, number 9. And Flash number seven fifty. Nice. I'm excited for. Except what's not your, at all. What's your prediction? Box mocking. Well, of course, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. I want to say that it'll be Flash or Buffy or Lois Lane. I'm ninety nine percent sure it won't be Justice League. Right. But I'm pretty sure. Hey, maybe Lois. It could be, but I think be it, because it's also number six of six for Box Machina Origins. Ah. Right, so hopefully it'll be a good ending and worthy of speak. Yes, well, okay, (laughs) I think that Percy and Vex are going to, or Vex, Vex, Percy and Vex are going to meet because they get married in the future. Oh, Oh, nice. (laughs) What do you got next week, Sudan? I, too, have Buffy the Vampire number 1730. <laughs> <laughs> he also has Buffy the Vampire Slayer number 12. Number 13. 13. <laughs> I don't know what it is. There Take is, three. going to be the Flash 750. There's that. That's a, that's a lot of book. It is a lot of book. Um, Justice League number 42. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> doing really well in the theaters. Uh, Spider-Man Noir, number one. Uh, I will not be picking that up. Strange Academy. Oh, number you're going to pick that up? It's Scotty Young. It is a Scotty Young, yeah. And they have a Scotty Young variant, so I'm I would hope so. <laughs> and that's Ramos drawing, I think, also. The main cover, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, uh, Hogwarts in the Marvel Universe, okay. With Doctor Strange. As, as Dumbledore. Um, they also are bringing back the Strange Adventures in, on the DC side. Now, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, it's Tom King. Yeah. His okay. last run on one of these types was, was like Pulitzer yeah. Prize. Yeah, so Mr. I'm, Miracle. Mr. Huh. Miracle, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm getting this. He's really excited about the series. so. And Strange Adventures is also like one of those old <clears throat> books, which I'm like, maybe they're going to do like some sort of rebirth on like better characters than any of the characters in the universe that we've only seen in deceased recently. Oh, that's captain Adam. Yeah. They're doing a lot of facsimiles and I think they might actually bring his first appearance. Cause it was like strange space adventures or something like that. Huh. It had something to do with Adam strange. I thought I huh. saw that a ghost writer, uh, first, Appearance Ghost Rider might be coming out affectionately also, but I've been keeping an eye out for it. Haven't seen it. Keep going. That's, that's that's definitely something that would be interesting to see. Yeah. They usually had some pretty good covers. Yeah. For um, sure. I also have a Superman Giant and Superman Villains number one. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm predicting my pick of the week is going to be Ghostbusters Year Run number two. Nice. Um, I have a funny feeling that that's going to be the one I pick. Of course, it could also be the Dollar Comics JLA. Yeah, I think it's definitely that. Right. What do you got? Because you're definitely going to read it. 
Uh, I've got Daredevil 19, num- uh, number 19. Daredevil 19, number 19. Daredevil number 19. Excalibur number 8, and Marauders number 9. I'm probably going to go with Daredevil, although it may be Marauders. It's usually kind of a weird toss-up for you between those two. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That might be it. Are you not going to pick up Noir? No, I won't be picking up Noir. You only have what, three books next week. That's so good for you. That's I know. Woo! Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what it's going to be because of him. But I haven't watched Spider-Verse. Or read, I haven't watched Spider-Verse. I haven't read Spider-Verse, so I'm curious what it right. brought him back in some way. Like, did yeah. we go see that? <laughs> <laughs> we were there. I picked it up, and actually, I don't, I don't think I picked up the last two. And then number six is coming out. I thought it was a five-part, but... <laughs> oh, the Spider-Verse? Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a five-part. They keep Marvel. throwing in an extra book. I uh, love part six of five. Right? You know what you guys should do? Is pick these books. Up. Physically. <laughs> <laughs> or mentally. If you can pick them up mentally, please do that, actually. Become a character in one of them. Yes. Um, yeah, pick them up. Hold them in your hand. Support your local businesses. If you don't know where your local comic book store is, check comicbookstorelocator.com. I thought you were singing it. <laughs> you <laughs> you don't know word. where your comic book store is. Check out comicbooklocator.com. Dot com. This is not a sponsorship. No. <laughs> no. We wouldn't get sponsored after that horrible thing. Nope. <laughs> like, Have you heard no. our theme songs? <laughs> They're the best. Okay, I've, the I've done what I can with what I have, okay? <laughs> also, check it out. Check, check us out on all our social medias the Facebooks, on the Twitters, on the Instagram. Really, just check us out on the Instagram and the Twitter, please. Yeah, and, um, show. Stay away from Facebook. It's just in general. Um, <laughs> we got Peachy King, or Peachy. Yeah, Peachy King 76. We got Staple Together Pod. Yep. And we've got Suit on Lives and Stay Together Pod at Twitter. Yes. Um, also check out a future episodes of Suit on Segment yes. on Twitter. Or, yeah, on Twitter. <laughs> on YouTube. On the YouTube. We got an awesome March Madness multi-Poketuber tournament coming up here. Pretty exciting. Check that out. Lots and lots of fun going on in there. Oh, and sure. then check out Peachy's Pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do, you know, action figure photography. I play with my toys and pose them up and have fun. So if you like that kind of stuff, go on over to Instagram, PGKeen76, and check it out. I take naps. <laughs> and complains about clones. Me too. And I do. I'm not and complaining about. Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> I cry about clones. I don't complain about them, okay? cry about clones and droids. It's not my fault that I've become emotionally attached to them. They didn't really kill him. It was just a clone. They did kill him. Actually, Obi-Wan killed him. Oh, and he was a clone. Okay. No, the main... The the person that they were cloned off of... Oh, yeah, Obi-Wan. ...was killed by Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan... Wink yeah. Kenobi. Anytime I th- if 
a cl- there's clone on clone violence, and they're like, "Sorry, brother, I feel like they should leave a note." Yeah. Like, it just says like, "Sorry, my dad. I'm sorry." <laughs> Don't tell mom. Wait. Shoot on. Do you have a uh, a quote to close us out for the evening, sir? <laughs> Please. They make oh it my end. God. Oh my god. Facing all that you fear will free you from fear itself. Nice. Clone Wars episode. <laughs> oh no, no, wait, I said that wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Facing all that you fear will free you from yourself. Oh. <laughs> wow. Clone Wars episode. One. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Okay. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. It just says it's from Clone Wars. I think it's cheating if we use Clone Wars quotes. There. It's positive. They're pertinent to everyday real life-ish. <laughs> well, I'm Use not the going, like, remember to bring your lightsaber always. <laughs> <laughs> That's Never pertinent. I don't even talk about it. I bring my lightsaber, lightsaber everywhere. Oh, uh, and um, a quote from us. A quote from us. Let's see. Um, I put the dinghy in the left. <laughs> what? I- I don't know. Um, <laughs> 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 How many books do you have for us next week? <laughs> I'll catch you all on my flip. Flop. I don't know why. I'm the flip plan. Flip plan. Ow. See ya. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Have you listening then? Where my brain is. Like, I'm trying to say stuff, and then it's like... <laughs> I don't know where I'm about. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this, connect with us on social media, and of course, like and subscribe so you don't miss out. Music is brought to you by Kevin McLeod. Find more of his music by visiting infantpatch.com or clicking on the link in the description. If you want to listen to more, find us on anchor.fm or website unstabletogetherpod.wixsite.com and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts.